Dobardan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 14th of February 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. On Thursday the 9th, EU foreign policy chief Josep Borrell said that he had invited Serbian President Aleksandar Vucic and Kosovo's Prime Minister Albin Kurti to meet in Brussels in an effort to further resolve bilateral tensions. Later that day, Vucic stated that he was not interested in a meeting in Brussels unless Kosovo establishes the Community of Serb Municipalities, or CSM. In 2013, Kosovo and Serbia signed an agreement under the mediation of the EU to establish the CSM in regions of Kosovo where mostly Serbs live, but the deal was not put into practice. The formation of the CSM would entitle Serb municipalities in Kosovo to exercise expanding powers pertaining to economic development, education, health, urban, and rural planning. However, Kurti is not looking forward to forming the CSM. In fact, two weeks ago, he set up six conditions which Serbia has to fulfill in order for the Kosovo parliament to form the CSM. The German embassy in Pristina said that it does not approve of the conditions that Kurti set. German embassy spokesperson Sebastian Luschner said that Kurti should not be setting conditions because the current relations between Kosovo and Serbia are very fragile. He also stressed the importance of the Franco-German proposal, calling it a historic opportunity that must be used by both sides. According to Kurti's conditions, the CSM must conform to the Kosovo constitution and laws. It can't be a mono-ethnic community, has to change its name, and can only operate in line with the law on local self-government. Although Serbia tries to maintain a neutral relationship with Russia during the war, many Russian politicians emphasize their support for Serbia during the Kosovo talks, which makes Serbia appear pro-Russian. On Sunday the 12th, Russian ambassador in Belgrade, Alexander Botsin Karchenko, stated that Russia, a permanent member of the UN Security Council, will support a solution to the Serbian-Kosovo dialogue only if it corresponds to Serbia's national interests. He added that the Franco-German plan to resolve the status of Kosovo which was supported by the entire EU, is an attempt by the West to find a way for Serbia to recognize Kosovo and for it to enter international institutions, primarily the UN. Like Serbia, Russia does not recognize the independence of Kosovo and, as Moscow holds veto powers as a permanent member of the UN Security Council, it can block Kosovo from joining the UN. But Russians are not very fond of certain Serbs supporting the war. Ilya Zernov, a 19-year-old Russian anti-war activist, filed criminal charges on Monday the 13th against his Serbian attacker, as he was attacked while trying to paint over a graffiti in Belgrade that said, Death to Ukraine. According to Ilya, his attacker was wearing a black face mask with Putin's face on it. As Ilya was repainting the graffiti, the attacker punched him in the face and began threatening him with a knife. Ilya caught a glimpse of the attacker's face as the Putin mask was slightly see-through and thought it was Misa Vacic, the leader of the non-parliamentary party Serbian Right, who propagates an extreme conservative ideology. Vacic denied the claims, stating that Ilya faked the entire story. Speaking of violence, journalists have been subject to more and more violence in the past few years. Media Freedom Rapid Response, a project that monitors media freedom violations in EU states and candidate countries, published a report on Tuesday the 7th stating that last year marked an increase in such violations. These violations included 10 deaths of journalists nine during the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and one in Turkey. Gurken Osturan, Rapid Response Coordinator at the European Center for Press and Media Freedom, said that across Europe there were widespread online attacks as well as legal harassment of journalists, while reporters also faced problems when covering environmental issues. In Serbia, the toxic environment in which journalists have to work remains a concern. According to the report, 
The labeling of journalists as traitors or enemies of the state encourages and legitimizes additional intimidation from the public. In the midst of earthquakes that hit Turkey, the Serbian government has opened a phone number to which citizens can send text messages in order to donate money. The money will be used to repair the consequences of the earthquake in Turkey and to help the families of the deceased. The price of the message is 200 dinars, or around $2. You can find the phone number to which all citizens of Serbia can send a text in the show notes. In other news, statistics from the All for All, or AFA, network, which encourages and empowers girls to pursue careers in science, show that 90% of Serbian Academy of Sciences and Arts is composed of men. Jana Ursovic, a member of the network, stressed that women earn 18% less than men in the same field. Research shows that girls give up careers in fields of science, technology, engineering, and math, or STEM, between the ages of 11 and 14, and that 31% of girls in primary school believe that a career in STEM is not for them. However, the number of women in STEM has risen in the last decade. Yelena Metejic, an assistant at the Department of Computer Sciences of the Faculty of Sciences and Mathematics in Niche, said that there are more female professors and assistants at her facility than 10 years ago. Now, onto some news about the environment. Switzerland's ambassador in Belgrade, Urs Schmidt, said on Friday the 10th that Switzerland will continue to allocate significant funds for energy efficiency promotion projects which contribute to Serbia's efforts in the fight against climate change. He also noted that in recent years, Switzerland has been one of the five countries with the largest net investments in Serbia. The Minister of Energy, Dubravka Diodovic, said that Switzerland's support for projects in the energy efficiency field are significant to Serbia because it contributes to its energy security and independence. Speaking of energy, the Ministry of Mining and Energy announced the construction of a new 128-kilometer-long oil pipeline spanning from Hungary to Serbia. The construction of the route is predicted to amount to $100 million and will be funded by the investor Transnafta a public company for the transportation of oil by pipelines. Dubravka Diedovic said that the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Trade of Hungary, Peter Siarto, finally supported the project. She added that this project would secure the diversification of the supply of crude oil. Now, onto some health updates. About 4,200 COVID-19 cases were confirmed, and around 15 people have died this week. Compared to last week, the number of confirmed cases has decreased by 100. While COVID cases are dropping, Air pollution is now becoming the primary concern for the health of respiratory organs. This week, Belgrade was ranked 7th on the list of the most polluted big cities in the world, with Baghdad taking the first place. However, compared to Belgrade, air in other Serbian cities is even more polluted. A concentration of 208 PM 2.5 particles were recorded in Niche, 207 in Novi Pazar, and even 225 in Chachik. PM 2.5 particles are produced by burning fossil fuels. They easily penetrate the human body and can cause respiratory problems. The City Public Health Institute of Belgrade recommends citizens to stay inside during the early hours of the morning when the concentration of PM 2.5 particles is the highest. Speaking of respiratory problems, banning indoor smoking has become a debated issue in Serbia, as 6,000 people on average get lung cancer each year, while 4,600 die from it. Meanwhile, Serbia has one of the highest smoker rates in the Balkan region and Europe in general. Dr. Dragana Jovanovic, a pulmonologist and oncologist, said that adopting the law that bans indoor smoking is important for non-smokers as well. That is because the exposure to secondhand smoke increases the risk of various cardiovascular diseases and the risk of developing lung cancer by 30%. 
She added that children who are socially disadvantaged and exposed to tobacco smoke are particularly vulnerable. And that's it for this week. Remember, we have a Mastodon account. Check out our instance, Rorschach.social. If you don't know what Mastodon is, or if you want to know more about it, check out the link in our show notes to our substack. Total in Yeg, Zvogum! Zvogum!